Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, wherever you are. Hello, I'm so glad you joined me. And today I have a special episode talking about a wound, a narcissistic wound, of course, that people don't really talk about. And maybe it's not so obvious, even though I would say 100% of us have. So stay tuned. Hey queens, welcome to But Still She Thrives. Do you want to stop getting caught up in that wicked web of a creepy crawly narcissist? Do you find yourself up late at night replaying the abuse you put up with and wondering how you can heal now? Do you wake up hoping for healthy relationships and peace only to feel totally exhausted and mind f Girl, I see you! I'm Christy. I too had to disconnect from toxic people in my life and I wished I could undo the damage. I felt ashamed, lonely, and kind of lost. But I'm a stubborn Italian and I refuse to give up. I found ways to recalibrate my mind and body more quickly than I thought and can now share them with you. In this podcast, you will find coping tools, healing methods, and confidence boosters so you can trust yourself and find peace and freedom. So shields up, ladies. Let's go protect our peace. We have talked about effects of narcissistic abuse. There are many, many, many of them. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the one that pretty much everybody has. I've had it. All my clients have it. It's something that's underlying and it's something that we have to maintain because of the level of narcissistic abuse and what it does to our mind, body, and dang soul. Okay. It is chronic Fatigue. When you have been exposed to narcissistic abuse, your nervous system, it gets stuck. You are stuck in that survival mode. You're always walking around on eggshells, right? You're hyper aware of everything going on around you. And you know, you're listening, you're looking, your senses are always heightened in your environment to protect yourself and stay safe. I can remember back when I was going through narcissistic abuse, especially the physical abuse, just that fear of what's on the other side of the door. Do I need to protect myself? And it's just that fight, flight, fawn, whatever mode you go into, but you're always on. Every part of you is just always on. I mean, that sounds tiring enough, but what happens is when you are on that, you're running on adrenaline, you're running on cortisol, you're running on these stress hormones, right? So once you disconnect, once this person isn't in your daily life, once you're not having to have that protection and that armor on so tight, there's no longer this constant dependency on stress, right? And those hormones that it actually will cause fatigue. I was kind of thinking about it in comparison. I mean, it's kind of off, but you'll get my comparison. I like analogies. So here we go. So I was comparing it to when I was like so focused and you all can probably relate when you're so focused on studying for finals or some huge test, but let's do finals because usually that's multiple classes. You know, it can be a couple of weeks of really preparing or if you're like me, a procrastinator, maybe a couple of days <laughs> and but you're thrown into something, maybe pulling all nighters, putting your own self-care aside, overstuffing that brain. But imagine that times a million with trauma and abuse thrown into it and needing to stay safe during that time, which is often way more time than the time you would spend to prepare for a final, right? For a lot of us, it was years, decades of abuse that was embedded in our daily life. So 
That is why so many of my clients come to me after they disconnect from a narcissist and they're like, now what, right? We're so acclimated and our body physically is acclimated to this type of lifestyle. So here we are going, okay, now what? You literally have no idea really what to do, where to start. Your body, your mind, everything's just been shaken up, flipped upside down. Sure, there may be relief, of course, but there's a whole identity of yourself that you are losing. And part of that identity is constant stress in your mind and your physical body, right? So that seems like, oh, that would be that would be great, right? And it is great, but it's also when any big changes happen, that can lead to exhaustion and just different chemicals, hormones, you know, changing and having to recalibrate. So that leads us to the what now. And that what now goes beyond one podcast episode and is what I do with my clients, help them heal, find peace, find freedom. But let's get to the basics, right? Just to start out. First of all, you need sleep, rest. Your body needs rest. Your mind needs rest. Sleep is great. But if rest is all you can get at the moment, we're still going through healing. We're going to still have ruminating thoughts. But rest is so, so important. Like a damn queen ass bear in winter. Okay, you're going to be a queen bear. This is your order. You need to get that rest. Now, one week of good sleep, that's that's not going to do the healing. That's not everything you need to do. So this is something where if you want change, you truly want peace in your life, you want to find that calm, you want to find that balance, you are going to have to make changes in your routines, right? So I'm not going to overwhelm you and we're going to get to this in a second. We're going to do this in like little baby bits. So stay with me here. But we're going to get into a pattern of at least trying to be able to get sleep here and there, maybe once a week if you can sleeping in, and we'll get into how to do that because I know a lot of us live busy lives, we're parents, all of that. But the other things that we need to do, and we're gonna do these one at a time, okay? So just stay with me. I'm saying this because I know how overwhelming it is in the beginning, and this is why it's great to have support and whatever, but I'm here trying to at least give you some bits and tips that you can take with you, and they may seem simple, but I'm telling you, they will be life-changing if you can implement them one by one. And the order in which you want to do it is up to you. So nourishing your body with healthy foods. Yeah, talking about the fruits and veggies. Like this is simple stuff, but sometimes when we are so overwhelmed or exhausted, it's easy to reach for the takeout or the pink sprinkled donuts. I mean, what? I'm human. So really making an effort to eat healthy, taking supplements if you need to, like go get your physical girl, go see what you need in that body. Getting out in nature is another thing. Having alone time and not, I mean, alone time is super important for this healing process, but also it is important to connect and kind of regain trust in people, which can take some time, right? Depending on your situation, but even getting out with new people, uplifting people. And I have episodes on that. I have some friendship episodes you can find, but there's, and this is also actually a really great time to keep on decluttering the people who are mistreating you or dragging you down. So it's like, while we're at it, let's, let's keep on a roll here because you are protecting your peace. And odds are, if you've tolerated shit from one person, 
person, you've tolerated from multiple people. So again, this is a one, one piece at a time journey, but that might be something for me, that was one of the first things I did was also say, okay, what other people are in my life? Maybe I can't disconnect like so black and white yet, but who do I probably need to distance from now that I realize I'm getting mistreated by more than one person and I've tolerated a type of behavior because I was raised to accept this behavior. And now I'm realizing I don't like that. I don't like that feeling. I don't like to be controlled. I don't like to have to walk on eggshells. So that is also an option at this time. Again, the order of this and the frequency or speed of this is up to you and your path. It is always helpful to have someone along for the ride. Like I said, and you guys probably know, if you've been listening, I had my own therapist, I had a coach, both narcissistic, knowledgeable. <laughs> so I do always say that even if it's a therapist you go to, I would love you to go to someone who actually has dealt with a narcissist in their own life. Um, that's just my personal suggestion. So it's not easy, you know, disconnecting from narcissist period. It's not easy healing. It's not easy trying to create a new support system around you, right? It's not easy. But these truly are things you have to do to heal and clear space for that peaceful, joyful life that I promise you can have. And look, this this crap is overwhelming as it is, right? I do not want to overwhelm you. So remember, start with one thing. What is one thing you can change in your daily life to start healing. Don't overwhelm yourself. Like what seems the easiest to you? Is it just changing your diet? Drinking more water? Is it cutting out the friend who always complains? Maybe there's just a coworker that maybe you could, they're just really up in your shiz, texting you, complaining, whatever. Maybe it's shifting that relationship. You can do things slowly and on your own timetable, but the, the trick is getting closer and closer to a peaceful life, okay? So, and maybe that is getting out in nature every day for a certain amount of time. Maybe it is asking for help from a parent of yours, maybe a friend. If you're, let's say you're a single mother and you know, all this has just happened and you're exhausted, ask somebody for help and say, can you come over so I can take a two hour nap every Saturday for a little bit, right? There are ways to ask for help. I know it's hard, but you're worth it and you do deserve it. And after you implement one thing, sparkle by sparkle, I like to call it <laughs> your first sparkle in your life. Once you've got that going a little bit and you're feeling a little better in that area, add another. So once you're getting a little more sleep, you've got a rhythm, then maybe throw a little broccoli down your chute. You get my point. So it's one by one. It, it doesn't have to be so hard. It doesn't have to be so heavy and you don't have to do it alone. So I am here. If you would like to work with me, all my information is always in the show notes, aka podcast description on any platform that you're listening to, it will be there. I will leave my information on how to work with me, that link, I will leave my email. If you have questions, you can feel free to email me. I have a free Facebook group. That's a nice support group for narcissistic abuse victims. It's a women's only group. And before I go, I want to remind you, you are beautiful. You are strong AF for helping yourself get out of a toxic situation. And even if you're in it and you're listening to this and you're wanting more for yourself, that's a first step and be proud of even that, okay? It's hard. These are very hard situations. This is not for the faint of heart. And you can do this 
You can do this. All right, I will see you in the next episode. I have a special guest, my client and friend, Carol Lorraine, chatting about her experience with narcissistic abuse. We have a really great conversation, so make sure to hit subscribe. You do not want to miss this episode. Smooches and deuces.